0: Should you get off Twitter following sensitive billionaire Elon Musk's takeover of the microblogging site? Hundreds of thousands of users apparently have and moved their short messages to the world to a similar but not identical platform called Mastodon. They might have the right idea, says our tech soothsayer, Professor Ashlyn Kelleher. Mastodon? Mastodon, I think. Isn't it It's an old uh, dinosaur or something, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes, it's a, a mastodon is a proboscidean belonging to the extinct genus mammoth, which is a strange kind of a name for your new technology, isn't it? Yeah, but it's kind of fun. (laughs) You quit Twitter, I think, 10 years ago, as far as I remember.
1: I did. I was on Twitter for like a month. And I was (laughs) like, this is not for me, my friend. I think that was in 2011, mainly because I followed people that I deeply respected and then realized what banality came out of them when they had access to this tool and was like, nope, nope,
0: nope. And that's before the culture wars broke out.
1: Oh, that was when it was still just saying what you had for your dinner. But I am a stealth lurker on Twitter. So I will admit to that, that I have an account where, so I can just see things. As an academic, I think Twitter has been really, really useful as a tool for underrepresented folks who can't take advantage of the typical channels for, you know, kind of boosting your research or getting ideas out there or getting invited to things. So I fully admit my own kind of like white person privilege and be able to be like, ah, oh, yeah, I quit it. You know, I was like, fine, I can continue with my um, kind of career building in different ways where journalists spend a lot of time on Twitter and then maybe take that as meaning this is what is actually happening in the, in the kind of like the outside external world. That's kind of like the big problem. It's like why I don't want to spend time on that is that it seems to amplify and bring out the worst in people and then deliberately kind of conflate engagement with kind of like tremendous activity. You know, if this is really supposed to be like the public square, the town square, the public sphere, I mean, I don't think any of these folks have read any Habermas, right? They definitely haven't read Heidegger and they're not big on philosophy in general about what is the role, the ethical role, the responsibility to whose voices are heard and amplified. The example with Twitter right now, it's like it's free speech for all unless you're making fun of me.
0: I'm praying that none of those responses are actually from Elon Musk. And I'm hoping he has a few ai's running on twitter that's answering people who make fun of him i hope
1: oh no this is uh, this is 110 percent where he's spending his time all right it's like hunting down parody accounts i mean if you have the most thin-skinned allegedly person in the world running a company maybe stay being a user or you know the best advice i could give him would be like maybe you should get <laughs> off this thing
0: there's a lot of uh, humor being generated because uh, an introduction to mastodon is basically you must squeeble your Grips and then put a flip on the blap, and uh, that will then you'll be all set up to go. It's not at the moment uh, what used to be called the user-friendly tool, but you're kind of pointing that, that out as its advantage. Tell us a bit about Mastodon and how it, uh, what it is, and how it differs from Twitter.
1: Well, obviously, this is the quintessential revenge of the nerds, and as a massive nerd, you can't believe how much I love this. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it's hard. This idea of that there isn't like this generic space that you can join instances. Okay, and they use the word instance, but you can say imagine it as a server that is run. So whether it's like the social, uh, Mastodon.social, it could be Mastodon.castlenock, where I'm from, which has got all the excitement that is generated about a, a suburb in Dublin.
0: Does that exist?
1: Oh God, listen. It's massive. All we do is talk about Colin Farrell, <laughs> right? Cuz he's obviously the most famous cast and knock.
0: There is a .ie mastered on that I do
1: know. <laughs> I'll be making the cast and knock one later on today, so <laughs> come join me. <laughs> that's what we'd be talking about. The idea that you can join an instance, so you join a server, which can then be connected to many, many other servers, but you can have both local and more kind of federal, and like not to get too kind of Star trek on here, but you can have local conversations that you're interested in, but you also have access to the broader community as well. What I do find compelling about it is that the instance that you join, the server that you join, whoever administers that, and you can administer, you can set up your own, which might be just for your family. Think of it as a glorified WhatsApp group, for example. Um, So if you want to see every single photo that your cousins have ever taken, you could set up your own server too. But then that also gives you access to a broader federation. What's nice is that whoever administers that instance, they decide on the rules and regulations. So there's something kind of, to me, compelling about that. I'm like, yes, of course, it's not Twitter. And maybe, you know, people who are frustrated going, I've spent the last two days trying to join this particular server and I can't. And I'm like, well, maybe that's a good thing. So to me, I feel like it's not necessarily that we have to run away from one thing and expect it to be replicated perfectly elsewhere. It is that are there other instances of technologies that we can develop that have some built-in mechanisms that can prevent some of the worst behaviors that we have seen and been exposed to? through this kind of freewheeling neoliberal attitude that comes very much from kind of the the West Coast ethos here in the United States.
0: This is all happening at a time. I mean, just uh, yesterday we saw huge layoffs at, uh, following up on Twitter, we saw huge layoffs at Facebook. Have we reached the high water mark of that kind of invasive panopticon version of of, uh, the internet?
1: I don't know whether this is also some fallout from the uh, the pandemic. You know, everybody's in a bit of a funny state of mind as well right now. But this seems like a natural flow to things. These technology companies, if they ha- exist in this idea of essential growth, 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 there has to become a limit to that in some ways. As opposed to like, what is the value for people to participate? in this
0: what is there in the background of mastodon that will stop it becoming some sort of painful monopoly
1: honestly i think initially the fact that it's hard to use
0: i like that <laughs> that can't no, be it that no, can't it, be it. It. it's
1: great it's like i'm just doing a bit of a technology flex here
0: as my students would say if you look in the mastodon page it, it invites you to join its patreon you know be like you would for your favorite podcast or newsletter i mean that's the the level at which it's been funded i mean i think it's it is owned by somebody a german engineer eugene Rotchko, owns the technology but you don't have to pay him to set up an instance of it so it's quite different from most of the things that have come out of america
1: Yeah, I think it would be very interesting to follow how it progresses. This idea that, you know, Twitter assembled as well a huge team of engineers and really worked on the user experience. So there was that, you know, it was very simple to set it up and to get going on Twitter and to follow people. So I think there is this idea of like how do you balance the development of uh, kind of thoughtful and purposeful regulations at the get-go which seems to be what what we're seeing with Mastodon, and then how people will then use that. So now what does it mean to say something nefarious as a toot, which is the kind of the way that Mastodon is um, describing um,
0: posts. Nobody's going to say that ever, though, are they?
1: I just did, and it actually mortifies me to say
0: I just tooted. Ah, we'll get over it. Professor Ashlyn Kelleher there from her desk at USC School of Cinematic Arts Los Angeles on Mastodon.